On this week's episode of Living Free with RP, we've got Destiny. With the help of her rock, aka her boyfriend, she is handling RP just fine. We had some good laughs on this one. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. So, here is Destiny's Journey. Thank you for uh, taking the time out today to be on my podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm really excited for it. I've never actually talked to somebody else in person that has RP as well, so this will be an interesting experience. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's, yeah, well, I mean, it usually is fun. So, uh, tell everybody you know who you are, um, where you're from, and a little bit about your family and yourself. Yeah, so um, my name is obviously, you know, Destiny, and I currently live in Indianapolis, Indiana, in the United States. Um, my family, uh, I am the lone ranger in my family. Nobody else has RP. Um, so they, they said, you know, I'm patient zero, so lucky me. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got lots of siblings. None of them have it. Um, three siblings, you know, my, neither of my parents have it. Um, so, you know, we and then everybody else in my family, my grandma's side of the family is huge. Nobody else has it. So hmm. that's crazy. You're the, you're the the lucky one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We we're the lucky ones. <laughs> so um so how old were you when you got diagnosed? Um, so I was 12 when I was initially diagnosed, um, but the road to getting there took like two or three years, you know, they couldn't figure out what it was. Um, and I was so finicky as a child about my eyes, you know, I've, I've been wearing glasses since I was six and never really let the doctor touch my eyes. So it wasn't until about nine or 10 that, you know, they actually really got a good look at my eyes and, they had no idea what it was. So I went to see specialist after specialist after specialist, and then finally was diagnosed at the age of 12 with RP. Oh, okay. And do you remember how you felt at that time getting with that, you know, getting the diagnosis? I don't really remember how I felt, you know, that was so long ago. Um, I'm, I'm 23 now. So that was so long ago. I do remember not really caring, <laughs> you know, I'm, <laughs> I was 12. I didn't really care. I was a kid. I just wanted to go outside and play, ride my bike. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't care. <laughs> oh yeah. I can really, I was 14. So it was just like, okay. I'm like, well then I was lucky because my mom had it. So I, I was kind of more or less, I knew this was going to happen. So, all right. Yeah, and and my mom was cool. And bit. like, I wasn't really, my mom was good with it. So I wasn't really kind of, uh, wasn't really scared. I was just like, okay. <laughs> 
pretty much the same kind of feeling like okay let's uh I, we can go now okay whatever let's just roll with it yeah 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 i wasn't like oh my god it's the end of the world i mean my mom was crying but you know, you, you would have thought for her it was like the end of the world but uh for me just okay <laughs> yeah same so how do you feel about mom. it now though oh i i feel fine with it you know i i think that i accommodate with it really really well it doesn't really affect me i don't let it affect me and I'm very, very fortunate to have um, my boyfriend is is my rock, um, and we both work at the same place. Um, we both work the same shift, so I'm very, very fortunate in that I can carry on, you know, a pretty much normal life um, with it, and not have to worry about, you know, uh, being on social security or not being able to work or anything like that. Where some people, you know, do have to do that. So I'm very fortunate to to have somebody to be able to. Um, kind of serve as my, you know, driver and chauffeur and, and kind of my, my go-to support system. That's really important with a RP to have, you know, core people that you really can rely on because as I feel like as the condition gets worse, you're going to need to rely on those people even oh, more. Yeah, so you kind of need those, but like, I'm, I'm fortunate enough also to have, I mean, unfortunately I, I had to leave my job in 2015 too. You know, I'm, I, I'm a stay at home dad now. Yeah. And I'm on social security, but, um, obviously I started this and doing other things to try to, you know, um, feel, uh, more whole again. And, um, but I'm fortunate enough in a way that I have all my best friends pretty much live other in the same town as me or like one town or two towns over. So like, if I need a ride or, you know, I need to get somewhere, it's, um, I'm, I'm usually all right. So that's, like I said, that's good to have somebody like, especially being in a situation where you are working in the same place and you can get to work and, you know, cause it's important to feel, you know, still you. Yeah. You know, not, you know, like, Oh, here's that, here's a disabled girl. You know, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, you're in your, you're, plus you're young. I feel like you should be able to still experience certain things and, and it's it sucks when I think certain things get, you know, kind of taken from us, um, like not being able to drive at a young age. Like you know, I, I was I was lucky I got to drive the thirty five, which was my goal. So I you know I made my goal, and so I couldn't imagine like at least not driving. And I know and then I seen people who um, have driven up to like you know they were like fifty, you know, before they stopped. You know, so did you ever get were you were you drive? So you never drove, or did you ever get your license at least, or? <laughs> I, I did get my license. I still hold it. I haven't. Indiana is a state that um, they don't have any set requirements for visual fields. Um, so, and I'm not at the legal blind limit. Um, so I haven't turned in my license officially just, you know, in case there's an emergency and I do have to drive, you know, to the hospital oh, okay. or something like that. Um, that's the only reason why I didn't turn it in is for emergencies. And luckily the nearest hospital is less than a, a mile from my house. Um, so that's the only time I would drive. I did, I did drive. Um, I started driving when I was 16. Honestly, I probably shouldn't. And I hope my mom never listens to this, <laughs> but I probably <laughs> should never have, have ever started driving. I mean, my first day out in my car, I remember going down the street. Um, my mom had put up this ridiculous happy 16th birthday poster down the street on a major street. And I went down there to take it down. I was so embarrassed. I pulled into the driveway that she put it up at and got permission to put it up at. And I was pulling out of the driveway and it was, the driveway went on to the major street 
and I could not see the cars that were coming. And my friends were in the car with me and I backed out into the street. We almost got hit coming from both directions um, in the car. And I was terrified because I could not see any of the cars coming because there were bushes and trees in the yard that we were pulling out of. Um, so it was terrifying on my first day. And I stopped driving about two and a half years ago. Um, I, you know, was in a situation where I, again, almost got in a wreck and thankfully it was a close call and, and nothing happened. But I, you know, texted my boyfriend. I said, I'm not driving anymore. I'm going home. I'm turning in my keys. I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. I need you to start driving me around. And he said, okay, fine. If, if you, you know, don't feel safe driving, I don't want you to drive at all. You know, I'm, I'm here and I'll drive you wherever. So I don't think I ever should have started driving, but <laughs> that's in the past. I can't fix that now. <laughs> I know, but at least you got the experience, I guess. So yeah, now, I'm honestly, with, I, 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 yeah, I honestly, I never really liked driving. You know, it was so much anxiety and Indianapolis is a big city with lots of people in it. It, it gave me so much anxiety to be on the road with others and everybody's got road rage here in Indy. So it was, I'm glad yeah. I don't have to drive anymore. <laughs> no, it's a lot of, it's a, it's, especially when, when your vision where it is like, I mean, I, I dealt with that towards the end myself. Uh, it's just too much work. I'm like, this should be fun. Like driving is supposed to be fun. Like in this this isn't fun having a plan where I'm going all the time and having to figure out making sure like plan my routes and what time it's going to be when I get back home. And if it's going to be nighttime, what's the weather going to be like? Um, you know, just, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I've been on the side of the road, you know, crying cause I couldn't get, you know, I, I just couldn't get home. Like, cause I just, I just couldn't safely drive. And, uh, you know, just calling my girlfriend and being like, Hey, you know, well, not my wife now. Uh, and being like, I couldn't, you know, do this. Um, and uh, so it's definitely, you have to make that, it's good to make that call yourself too, because you don't want somebody to say, hey, I'm taking your license away. I think it's it's cool that you like you experienced it and you decided on your own that, you know what, I've gotten lucky enough times and uh, I think I need to just uh, to hang it up. Yeah, yeah. I After that first time that I got lucky, I should have said I'm done, but you know, I was I was a teenager. <laughs> That's a teenager. Oh yeah, good. We've all done worse. Man. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I think that was my mentality too. Is like, man, there's old people who are probably more dense in my car. They're more dense in their car. That yeah. should be on the road. There's probably a seventy a guy who's seventy five driving right now who should not be on the road, uh, but he is. So I mean, that's that was my logic all the time. You know, it's just like, hey, I'm still probably better than that guy. You know, and and so you keep going. But every time you get lucky, you're like, how many more times? Will I get lucky? You know, so yeah, I don't. I didn't want to be responsible for that, and I'm sure. I'm sure you wouldn't want to either be responsible for say hitting somebody or whatever. And you know, it's just it's just too much. And you know, as much as I miss it, I do. I do. I do like the the ability to just hop out and just feel like hop in a car and go. You know that that idea, but not the the stress of having to actually drive. Yeah, same. I, I, that's, it just terrifies me to even thinking about getting in a car now. <laughs> oh yeah, I can imagine. So, where exactly is your vision currently? Um, it's, I've lost in the last couple of years. I've noticed that I've lost a lot of peripheral vision. Um, and 
my central vision is pretty good. I did have um, a lot of the cystoid macular edema um, a couple years ago. So my central vision, I did have two different macular holes, one in each of my eyes, um, and my central vision was deteriorating. But as, luckily, they put me on a uh, prescription to reduce those those fluid pockets. So my central vision has improved since taking that. Um, but my mm -hmm. peripheral vision is, is pretty bad. And with this whole coronavirus thing going on, wearing the masks makes it even worse. So I, I hate going out in public right now because I got to wear the mask and then my oh, vision's yeah. even worse. And, <laughs> you know, so and, and nighttime, I'm completely useless, completely useless at nighttime unless I have a super, super bright light in front of me. Gotcha. Oh, a good one that I just recently learned was always, it's always good to have is get, um, a headlamp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know. I saw someone use one. Oh, and this other guy, I don't think he has RP though. I can't remember what he has, but, I'm, but um, he wears a headlamp everywhere. Like, and I was like, that's awesome. That's like a genius idea. I didn't even think about that. And I have one. I was like, just never thought to actually just be like out and about just in case have one, you know, and just in case you're like out with your friends or whatever, just, and you're like, you know, it's it's awesome to have. It's like using your phone, you know, too. Like, yeah, you know, how, you know, using the light on the phone or or um, using the camera on your phone at night. I've never tried that. I don't know if you ever noticed that. Actually, if you actually like, if you hold your camera, like your camera will see like at night, like you know, the, the image will be, you know, there'll be an image on your phone. Like you might look out and be like, I don't really see anything. But then if you were to say, you know, put your camera on and go, you know, put your camera out there, you their, their, your camera will pick up you know, things. So it's, it's I, I, and I always look at it and I go, is this kind of what people see? Is this like what normal people, you know, <laughs> is it what the night vision looks? This is, is this what night vision is? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is this nighttime? <laughs> is yeah. This what this is this is? what nighttime is? Cause nighttime to me is like, it's, it's just dark and it's other dark light. There's no difference. Yeah. I mean, so, but no, totally. Definitely with you. I mean, I think we're all there with you. <laughs> Once it's dark, we are, <laughs> We are not not useless to say, but we're uh, it's it's complicated. Oh, I I feel pretty useless, and I I don't go anywhere at night unless my boyfriend is with me. Like we we rotate in the same friend groups and everything. So anytime we go out to the bars or out to a restaurant, you know, he's always with me. So if it yeah. is dark, I've I don't use a cane. Um, I don't really want You'll to use that. a cane yet. Um, so I kind of use his arm. His arm is my cane. <laughs> But keep in mind, I don't know if you heard my previous podcast or my first one, and because I, I was on that same journey. Um, if you don't have him with you, or even having him with you, people around you, because people are, some of them are ignorant, are going to look at you and say, they're going to be like, why is that drunk girl need help to the bathroom? You know, they don't look at it as, oh, you know, the boyfriend is helping you to the bathroom. They look at it as, this why does this girl need help to the bathroom she looks completely yeah. normal so they're gonna assume that you might be drunk and that's really where i realized that even though i didn't want to bring a cane all the time sometimes you need to just bring it and have it with you for an identifier so that nosy people uh understand that you're not disoriented you're not drunk you're you know you're visually impaired and you need help to the bathroom yeah <laughs> so Sometimes I yeah, thought I'd... about bringing it and just carrying mm -hmm. it. Um, That's it. And, yeah, I, and, I, I've, to... I've, and I've heard some of your uh, previous podcasts and your story okay. about how, you know, they they thought you were drunk at, 
you know, a bar one time and they wouldn't serve you. So I, and I've, and I haven't been there yet where somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, thought that I am drunk, but I I remember this one concert I went to, it was Leonard Skinner and I'm a huge Leonard Skinner fan. And we went with my (laughs) boyfriend's parents, they're huge fans too. And I needed to go to the bathroom and his mom took me and she grabbed onto my arm and I felt mortified because I thought the people around me probably thought I was drunk, but I wasn't. So okay, I considered right. bringing the cane and just having it like folded up in my hand so people know, yeah, like, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I haven't yet. I've thought about it, but just haven't yet. Yeah. I, I just, I would never want that ever to happen to anybody else ever. And I would, it, it was awful. And I mean, I, I look back and I can joke about it a little bit now, but it was at the time, it was just like, it just felt very discriminated again. It was very, you know, it was just really not good. So, especially what, it was supposed to be this happy time with my, you know, you know, my best friend and all that for, you know, his bachelor party and all that stuff. So, and it was just something you never thought, you know, you don't, you don't think about it. You just, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you driving, you know, you're like, yeah, you keep getting lucky, keep getting lucky. And you're just like, ah, I'm all right. You know, and, and you could just keep going, you know, so it's definitely something to think about, you know, if, if, you know, because you never know when some, it could be just, it's going to, it's just one time, one time you're going to go to a bar and that's what's going to happen. You know, or, or, or if you're lucky, technically it, it was how the situation was handled, which was wrong. You know, it, it would be one thing if somebody said, you know, you went, say your boyfriend walks you to the, you know, the bathroom, you come back, you sit down and you, maybe the, the, the waiter or whatever comes over, a bartender comes over and he's like, Hey, we're getting some, you know, complaints. Uh, somebody's said that you were, it looks like you're, you know, looks like you've had too many or something. And, and, and maybe there, now there's a situation for you to say, I, you know, no, I can understand what they're, what, what, why they think that, but no, I'm visually impaired, blah, 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 blah. And then, then you can clear the air. But I, it was literally by the time I, you know, you go in, I came back, it was already, I was already not being served. No chance to, you know, explain or nothing. That's, I, I can't even imagine being in that situation. I'm so sorry they had to be in, you know, that situation. And I'll, I will take your advice. And, you know, probably once the bars do open back up, because we're still closed here in Indiana, then I, oh, I yeah. probably yeah. will start Good. using my cane or at least bringing it in my purse with me just in case. I need to whip it out. That doesn't make yeah, See, that's, that's the, like I said, I mean, if you got to take, if you got, you know, um, if you got to take baby steps, that's, a, that's the best way. You know, at least have it, even in your purse and whatever. Just, it's just one of those things, you know. If I can help somebody avoid that, that's good, you know. Especially, you know, someone like you know, uh, at your age and stuff like that, you know. And you know, you don't want that. You want to have fun. You want to go out, you know, out with your friends and do all that stuff. And you don't want to have just it. Just, it really just dampers the whole, you know, kind of mood. I mean, unless it's like a bar. Like there's a bar that I, you know, I go to in town that's I frequent a lot, and that one they know me, so I could technically not. I mean, I still do bring my cane there just in case um but like you said i usually just have it folded or whatever um but i technically i can make it to the bathroom without no without anybody's help i know where it is i know exactly how to get there and um i can get back no problem so if it's a situation like that if you have a bar you go frequent all and they know you then it's different but if you're definitely gonna go to you know your friends are like hey let's try this new place I mean, I think the new places are definitely where you're going to want to because you don't, you don't know, you know, how, how, you know, they're going to react. Yeah, absolutely. That's good though. Oh man. So besides, uh, going out to, uh, bars and stuff, uh, do you have other things that, 
like hobbies or things or things that you love to do? Um, I like to do yard work. Um, we bought this house a couple years ago and the yard was terrible. So it's been kind of really fun to, um, garden and grow flowers and lilies and regrow the grass. Like I love working outside and getting my hands dirty and, you know, planting things. And it's been a long time to learn how to have a green thumb. Cause when I started that, I didn't, um, <laughs> I also really like, um, I do like going to the gym and the gym can nice. be really hard sometimes. Um, and luckily, you know, my boyfriend and I, we go together and we usually hit the same muscle groups. Um, so usually I'm by his side, but you know, I follow behind him at the gym and it's, it's kind of, it's really hard at the gym because the machines mm -hmm. are so close and the gym we go yep. to is so busy all the time. Like I have to step back and before I cross the aisle to get to the next machine we want to go to, I have to look right, look left, look right, look left. Like I feel of like course, I'm yeah. crossing a street just to get to the next machine at the gym. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, if I can, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hopefully provide some, a little more, uh, help here for you because as somebody who's a big fitness guy um it's like i i was actually just talking to you about this um i mentioned using your phone to take pictures and like reconnaissance you know and and getting the whole layout so like when you're there taking pictures of where all the machines are taking pictures of the whole layout, everything you think you're gonna have an issue with you take a picture so then you can be at home and really study everything and really get it kind of give your brain a chance to really know the layout so you feel a little bit more comfortable when you're there. Cause so even if you can't see where our machine is, you know where that machine is and uh, you know where the layout is. And cause I've been there, I couldn't like, that's how they are at the you know, YMCA. It's like, everything's like this small room and I want to go in there, but I don't want to be that guy who's bumping into all these machines and you know, that stuff. And, and um, that's what I did. I just took a picture of everything and studied everything and knew where the layout is. And you know, you, have, you just like, kind of have to adapt, you know, to the um the situation sometimes that's where it's going to be helpful for you in a way to at some point do some things by yourself you know maybe not like huge things but sometimes you know try to get to a machine go you know be like hey i'm gonna go to this other machine and just try to get there by yourself and come back because you don't want to oh at the same time get at you know at this point now get used to um relying on one person because there might be a time where he maybe he can't help you, and then you're you know you don't want to you want to have a little bit more of that independence. I think at least try to you know I think that's a good place to try. Hey, I'm gonna go you know this machine. That's not that far away, and just trying to slowly get yourself used to the the whole the whole area. Yeah, yeah, and and usually it's not even the machines; it's usually the people, you know, because oh, no, they're yeah. all moving all <laughs> over the place and they've all got their headphones in and they're not. Paying oh, attention. that's so it's like, I have to nope. pay extra attention. Oh, the worst persons ever are the ones in, with headphones. And I mean, the gym, I don't mind it as much cause that's at least more of a controlled area. But I mean, I've seen it like in, you know, five K's and road, you know, you know, road, you know, races and stuff like that. It's impossible to say, Hey, you're in my way or Hey, you just cut me off when they're in their own world. Yeah. So no, I can totally relate there. It's tough to be like, "Hey, excuse me," when they're they're you know they got their own thing going. But it's a, that's the the theme I've gotten the past couple of episodes was it's it's like the world expects us to adapt to them, 
and nobody's really adapt. These places are not they're adapting to us, and really, that's really how it should be. I mean, like a gym and stuff. There should be. Um, the guy I was actually just talking to before you today, he was mentioning that there's a company that actually makes fitness equipment for adaptive athletes and things like that. So, so things you know, different colored jump ropes and stuff like that. So there's some contrast, so you can see better, you know, and just that kind of theme, you know, and ways to kind of help these certain athletes still continue to do what they do because like you know olympic bars and all that kind of stuff it's all black and what happens when you put that on a black surface now you can't see it <laughs> so i was saying it would be nice to have you know some of these gyms start incorporating i don't know like neon colors man like bring uh you know bring some more vibrant colors some contrast to everything and this way it would, it would be easier for someone like you or me to to um to navigate you know so that we need we need that contrast yeah, absolutely. And yeah, have some respect for people. Like, you know, like, you know, in the gym, you, know, you see somebody, I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't expect you to have to wear a shirt that says, hey, I'm visually impaired. Can you please, not, can you please not walk into me? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, it, we shouldn't have to do that, you know? It's like, you know, I, or I was mentioning uh, another watch podcast, but it was like, I want to make a shirt that it's like, it's all unclear, like on the outside of the shirt, I'm like kind of in a circle, it's kind of really blurry. And then as you get to the center, it, it becomes the image. And above it, be like, this is what I see, or something like something like that. Just to kind of give people an idea of like, you know, because, but you know, how many times have you gotten that question? You know, probably like, or what do you see? Or, you know, how do you, and it's really tough to really describe to people that, you know, what we see. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we don't know anything different. You know, we've, we've had no. this all of our lives, most of us. So how do, how can we compare it to anything else? You know, we, we don't know any different. And I don't know about you, but mine tends to shift. So I have what I call like good RP days and bad RP days. So I have days where you're like, oh, I can see everything. I'm good. Like, I feel great. <laughs> you know, I'm not going blind. And then you have days where you're literally walking into every single thing possible. Oh yeah, I, I get I get good and bad days. Not not to the extent where it's like, oh, I don't even have RP. I'm not I'm yeah, not blind yeah, at all. Nice. Like, okay. But but you know, like I've got RP days, and then I've got like worse RP days. Like I'll wake up, my eyes <laughs> will be tired, and there's floaters all day long, and it's just terrible. And I just want to go back to bed. And then there's the you know moderately okay days. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's like we're good. We're good. Yeah. I could deal with this day. All right. So how do you feel, though, like you mentioned gardening and, and doing, you know, stuff like the yard work. How do you feel your RP affects that? Or what do you have to kind of do to be able to continue to do that kind of stuff? I think it actually helps me. I mean, obviously, I do gardening and yard work during the daytime. But the other day, I was out in our rock bed pulling weeds. And I just you know, looked at it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go section by section. And there's not a single weed in the rock bed at all. I think it helps me because I'm more detail oriented and I can focus on a section really, really closely and then move to the next section. So I think RP helps me with things that are more detail oriented like that. Um, so I think gotcha. I, I use it to my benefit. There you go. Yeah. Cause I just, we just got a house also actually back in um, October or something. And I'm, and I spent honestly most of my time never mowing a lawn. I've never did any of that stuff because I grew up with a, a, a stepfather who was very workaholic. 
So I never really got to do any of this stuff. So I'm kind of getting into the whole, you know, you know, taking care of this. I've done some landscaping when I was in around your age. And uh, so I have a little bit of experience in weed whacking. Um, but here I am trying to, you know, you're trying to, when you're trying to mow a lawn and you have a very small window of vision, it's tough to tell if you're, one, if you're even going straight or yeah. if you got everything. Because then you'll know you'll mow and you'll think it looks great. And then you'll, you'll look back and you go, oh my God, I missed like the, like this whole patch or, or that line is way off. So I get that concept of just, I'll do spots multiple times sometimes just because I got to make sure that, you know, I got everything. So maybe the yard won't be like, the lines won't be like all beautiful, like it's some, some type of contest, but at least it'll be cut and everything will be, yeah. will be gone. But yeah, you're right. We tend to be more focused in certain areas. You know, like when I used to drive at night, I tell people when I was, when I was in my early 20s, I used to tell people like, like, oh, how can you drive at night if you have that? I'm like, I'm like, well, there's lights. And at this time, it was fine. I wasn't like, I wasn't light sensitive yet. So I was like, there's lights. I can drive. If there's lights, I can see I'm good. Like, I'm all right. Um, and I go, if anything, I'm actually a better driver at night because I have to focus a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Very, I, I, very didn't, right. I definitely didn't have that with the lights, being able to focus more than, <laughs> but no, I'm so glad we'll, you did. Oh, I mean... I, I feel fortunate looking back on some of the experiences that I was able to still do. Even though I can look back and like, even on how you were saying, how I don't know, should I have been driving then? Or, you know, should I have not? Or when should I have hung up? You know, because I, I did have some good times. And uh, it's definitely uh, something uh, I always think about. And I'm fortunate enough. And, and, and that's, that's all you can really do because you can't go back and change that stuff. Yeah. But I'm glad that finds you joy, though. Like, and like I said, that's we can, you know, you still find ways to, you know, you know, do that kind of stuff. And yeah, absolutely. So here's a fun one, because I always find it fun that uh, how how many times like has someone said, "Can you see this?" Yeah. Or how many fingers am I holding up? Like, do you uh, get any kind of like times. ridiculous questions? I I get that question. Who, actually, I really haven't gotten that question uh, much in my lifetime. Um, I love when people ask questions because I like educating people about, you know, a disease that they wouldn't normally know anything about if they didn't know me. Because, you know, it's, it's pretty rare. You know, there's not that many people in the world that have it. So I love educating people on RP and um, what my field of vision is. I, I want people to know just so they're, you know, aware of me and my surroundings. Um, so I'm fortunate that most of the people in my life, you know, understand and I've educated them and they, you know, kind of accommodate to me. I, I have had people in a previous job, unfortunately, that um, – asked me those questions kind of in a negative way and they thought that I was making it up and I was faking it and this and that. So luckily I'm not working there anymore, but you know, I, I haven't had the whole, how many fingers am I holding up? Can you, can you oh, see uh, right here? Can you, can see, you see my hand? Yeah. Can you see my hand? <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't had that too much. It's usually people that just kind of ask about the disease itself. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that though at your previous job. See, I've never had I've I'm and that's where I feel kind of fortunate. I've never had somebody actually accuse me of um, you know making this up or you know or, you, know, you don't really have that. You don't seem blind to like you know. Thank God. I don't even know how um, 
I respond to that. I mean, I've had people laugh at me when I've walked into a hedge at night, you know, and because they didn't know that, you know, I'm visually impaired. So, um, and that, that hurts, but I, um, but no, I've never had anybody literally be like, you know, you're, you're lying, but so that sucks. But I'm glad you got yeah, away from it, that. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't feel good. It definitely didn't feel good, but I, I ended up quitting no. less than two weeks after that, so... <laughs> Like, it's like, what do you want? I, I, I wish I was faking. Yeah, exactly. It was like, actually, when I applied for, um, and hopefully you don't have to, but at some point, if you do have to apply for Social Security uh, benefits, uh, it's like a, it's a process, man. Like, at least here anyway, in Connecticut. Uh, it was this long form and all that stuff. And then um, the questions are crazy. Like, they ask you, like, you know, what things can you do? Like a general statement like that, like what things are you still able to do? I'm like, I'm like, oh, right, I, I, I can just still do do most things. It's just, a, it's just unsafe in certain area times to do them. Um, so some things are really just um, nuts. But yeah, but after I was, you know, I submitted the application, they're like, the person, the the response back is always like, okay, we want to send you to our doctor to confirm. And it says, uh, Michael Tubiak, it is, says he allegedly has. Retinitis pigmentosa. I'm like, allegedly? <laughs> like, do people make this up? <laughs> like, is this a disease you just pull out of a hat and say, you know, this is what I'm going to pretend I have so that I can milk the government? You know, like, I, even when I was there, when I went to the, that this, their doctor, I asked him that. I said, um, yeah, I was like, it was kind of like, a, I don't know if I was offended, but I was uh, kind of like, thrown off by this response from this, this form. I go, is this something that actually people fake? He's like, yeah, you know, you wouldn't be surprised. He's like, there was a woman that, like, he's like, there's woman, this woman, something happened. And then after this certain accident or something happened, she was convinced, convinced she was going blind or something. And then all it took was someone to tell her they were giving her this magical, like, dr drug to make her better. And it did. Like, but obviously it was just a lie. But, but like, it, it's like... <laughs> It's like wow. I'm like, but like, I couldn't imagine anybody just being like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I have retinitis pigmentosa because that's such a, yeah, you know, like, like you said, like it's not, it's not super common. Who would just come up with that? <laughs> who would a want to? Like, who would yeah. want to live? Who would choose like to, to pretend. live like somebody yeah. with RP? Like you had to pretend to, just so you can, yeah, milk the government, like that you were like, I. Don't know. I mean, what, just carry a cane? I mean, I, I can see how it could be easy in a way to pull it off. But, I mean, because, I mean, on the outside, we do look like normal. Um, But, yeah, like, I don't, I wouldn't want to live a life where I had to always bring my cane out when I wasn't really blind <laughs> or going blind yeah. or, you know, or, or not drive because, I mean, you can't drive. Um, uh, Just, I don't know, Just it just doesn't make any sense just to, you know, not have to work or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I feel bad as it is, and I've, you know, about having to, you know, be where I'm being right now. But, you know, my, even my friends like, but Mike, you're, you know, you're actually using those benefits for actually what it was intended for. Yeah, and you get to be a stay-at-home dad. I'm sure that's like really rewarding and and really nice to get to spend that quality time with your kids. And you know, you're you're doing it the right way. You know, that's that's exactly what it was intended for. Oh, I love it. I mean, like. um I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, I mean, if, I mean, having a, well, now he's eight, but dealing with a three or four year old and five year old was, a, a, sometimes it was, you know, it could be stressful, but at the same time, it was cool being able to, 
you know, I've got to hang out with him pretty much every day from the time he was three and a half um, to just before he went like to kindergarten. He started kindergarten when he was uh, uh, 2017, so he was six. So from that time to then, like, it was just me and him hanging out every day, you know, you know, like, you know, my wife go to work and, you know, it was like we got to like just, you know, hang out and be, you know, have, and just enjoy that time. So he got a lot of time that probably no no kid his age probably gets nowadays because usually, you know, both parents um, tend to work. So, yeah, I definitely um, I definitely soaked that up. I don't miss the potties raining, but uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, there are definitely things I, I, I enjoyed, you know, box, making box forts and, and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, you're right. There's definitely, a, there was definitely something great about doing it that way. And that's what makes me feel like, second you know guess what i you know when i think of myself like oh you know should i still be working should i you know or did i make the right call i mean i've been to my work that i left um a few times since and I'm like yeah i made the right call because <laughs> i've seen the changes that they made and i'm like i don't even think i wouldn't even lasted much longer there um they probably would have found some way to get rid of me so oh no that's, that's, well that's the kind of company i mean i've heard of people who had the same who had other not my issue, but they have had disabilities and they, they would start missing days because, you know, they had to go to doctor's appointments or whatever. And they would just, you know, they that's what they would use the excuse, you know, to let, you know, to fire them. You know, oh, they left, they left too many, oh, they've been, you know, missing too many hours and just this, this, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want that. Yeah. That's, no. another, that's another, like, I'm making this call. Like, nobody's making this call for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's I'll good. stop that's driving, good that you, you know. Do that. So, I mean, I, and I always think, I mean, I mean, I think, I don't know if it's just people, if it's me or if it's people RPA as well, but I always been very much, I always tend to live in the moment sometimes. And I always think about, I always constantly think about like, you know, gee, where would I be now? If like, what if I, what if I stayed and, you know, would I still be there now? Like knowing, I know, I know what happened to my vision now. Like I know where my vision is now, you know, cause we can't plan the future. You know, that's, that's the hardest part about having RP, you know, is, you know, we can't have a five-year plan. You can't sit there and, you know, everyone says, oh, you should save, you should do this. Like, we don't know the future. Like, I can't be like, yeah, oh, I want to go to this place in five years. I don't even know where my vision is going to be in five years. You know, yeah. I, I, it's impossible to do that. And that's, the, I think, the hardest part is my mom always taught me to live, you know, day to day. You know, live like, you know, live life to the fullest day to day kind of thing. And that's what I tried to do. But then there's the adult in me that's like, you know, I never really, you know, I'm awful at saving money because you're always like, hey, you know, I don't, you know, I gotta live today, you know. I don't know where my vision's gonna be, in the, you know, I don't know, what, I don't know when I'm gonna have another opportunity to do this, and and so finding that balance is, you know, it's very tough. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because you want to be like, oh, I can spend money, I can spend this, but then you're like, well, but should I be doing that? But like, and and you can always look and go, well, it's okay because I'm probably gonna be, I might, who knows, I might be blind in five years, so you know, this is a good decision. So, it's like, yeah, you can what, just what always do I have kind to of, save this money for anyway? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like you know, I don't, I don't know what like you know what you're into buying. If you're, you know, I don't know, but like if you just pick something, you're just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna buy this, uh, you know, this whatever. You know, like my wife's into makeup and stuff, and you're just like, okay, I'm gonna, you know what, this costs this much money, and I really shouldn't buy this, but. You know what? I, I don't know how much longer I'm gonna have to be able to see myself put this makeup on. So, uh, this is yeah. I I can. This is okay. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely super impulsive in that way. I'm like you, I'm terrible at saving money and no one's ever said live in the moment, but I do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, but you feel that way. It's like I bought a lot, the lawnmower that I just bought. And it, literally, I had to, the way I convinced my wife that I needed it. Well, one, I, we needed a new mower. I, I bought one like just randomly used like last year just so because it was tail end of the season and we just got the house and I just wanted to mow that one really quick before, you know, the season was over. But so I was like, okay, I need a mower and I was, I really wanted something really awesome. And so then I finally, like, I came, I found a mower that like, I didn't know what they made. It was almost, it's almost like, it's like a regular, you know, it's almost like the size of a commercial mower, but it's not, it's like, but it's at 30 inches wide. Uh, but it's still like a residential mower. So I have this badass mower. And my logic to why I needed this 30-inch wide mower is a 22-inch wide mower would take me much longer than the average person because I have to keep going back over and stuff like that. So if I have a 30-inch wide mower, now I am less likely to miss spots and it's going to take me less time to mow. You know, So that's how I had to kind of sell the fact that I wanted to spend this a lot of money on this lawnmower. <laughs> and, you know, of course, my, my wife would never, really, she couldn't really say no to that because she got the, you know, she did understand the logic and she knows, you know. I mean, she's impressed with the fact that I actually will mow the lawn. And, I mean, I can pay, I can pay my friend who lives in town. Um, he goes around mowing lawns and I could pay him 20 bucks and he'll mow our lawn. Um, but I kind of like, you know, doing it myself. Uh, so that was literally, you know, sometimes, yeah, we have to have those, uh, our logic makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not to other people, but our but our logic makes sense to us. It doesn't matter yeah. if it makes sense to other people. It just needs to make sense. No. To us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I need this. This is why I need this. You know, like I don't like always like to throw the RP card, but you know, like there's situations where you know it works. <laughs> Yeah, I, do, I don't play the RP card very much, except the only place I play the RP card is at the grocery store because the grocery store is so, so busy by my house. I, I think it's Oof. the busiest grocery store in town. It's a Kroger. And oh, okay. it, the, the aisles are so close together at this Kroger, but this Kroger is always in stock. There's a Kroger maybe a mile south um that we also go to the the aisles are much wider i prefer that kroger but when we go to the kroger that's busy i always play the rp card like hey can uh, you push the car i've got rp and i can't yeah yeah and i don't want to hit anybody <laughs> like uh, I, I would, do, I, I would do it but i just don't i don't want to get i don't want to hit anybody i don't yeah i don't yeah yeah would, yeah yeah it's the yeah. only you, you have to lead in with i would card. do it like i would do it but i don't, I don't want to hit anybody yeah you don't want me to hit anybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Like I could I could do it. Well the only thing about me is at least like and a lot of my friends know, like for instance, like mowing the lawn, taking care of things, like I try to do everything I can humanly possibly do, even if it's like someone might look and go, Mike, I think that's really unsafe that you're doing that. Right? And I and I really I don't care. Like I'm you know, I'm gonna try to do it. I'm gonna try to do this something, whatever I wanna do, I just do and people know that very much about me. So if I look at someone and say, Hey, can you do this for me? Because I really don't think I should do it. Um, it's usually like, okay, like there's no question. Because obviously if Mike is, you know, wants you me to do it or, or he's asking for my help, you know, it's obviously something he's probably feeling a little, you know, apprehensive about. Because normally I know Mike will do anything. <laughs> yeah. So as long as you don't always like, as long as we're not always throwing that card out, every once in a while it's always nice to be like, hey, I can't see, so I have an excuse. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, I only do it at the grocery store. That's the only place I'll do it. That's the only place I don't feel guilty about playing that card. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't see. I don't want to <laughs> you know, make you push the cart, but yeah. You know. Actually, I'm falling yeah. in love now. The fact of uh, with the pandemic, another great thing that's come out of this pandemic is that we've gotten into, like, I don't know if you guys have Instacart out there. It's yeah. Basically, you, know, you have it? Okay. Because, like, yeah. that's what we, yeah. uh, I'm just, like, an Instacart now. Like, um, uh, so my wife doesn't have to go out shopping now because that's usually, like, one of the things that she would do. And uh, I was like, why bother? I was like, I mean, and that's something I can look and say, hey, I you know, I can't go drive and shop or else I would, uh, you know, but why, if it's, if the service is available, yeah, that's, that's something I'm not going to feel guilty for using. Yeah. It's like Uber and yeah. you know, Uber Eats and all that stuff. It's like that, those are great things for people who uh, are visually impaired and don't, can't get out, you know, and you need, you know, like whatever, you know, if you need something delivered to your house, like that's why I can't say bad things about Amazon because unfortunately I'm a, you know, when you when you need stuff, you know, I'm uh, you know, that it's Amazon, you know. I have to, I, you know, I think some people need it. Like some people can't get to a store, you know. Like if some people are in our situation where you know we can't, you know, drive and just go get stuff or, or whatever, you know, or, or we can't even get somebody. Maybe someone's not around to help us get something, you know. Yeah, I've I, with Instacart. I've actually been using Instacart for the last. Um, Two years, maybe, um, for as long as we've been in this house. We, yeah, we've Instacart's pretty popular in my area, um, and uh, we—I've been using it for about you know two years. But when the pandemic hit, that's when I kind of stopped using it because everybody jumped on the Instacart train, and the oh, delivery okay. windows went from two to five hours to three to four days and i'm like no this oh in the beginning yeah no you're right in the beginning you're right yeah it was that way in the beginning yeah i think when i jumped on was at the good time because it was not that bad like when we like like, i think my first order was only like a couple days but then i got the express i signed up for instacart express because i figured we're probably going to be using this service probably you know even after you know the pandemic so we might as well just sign up for this and at least you know use those benefits and uh, I always make sure to tip high, you know, so I, I, you know, I appreciate those people and stuff like that. So. Plus, I feel like it generates right. jobs, you know, it's, it's generating, it's another, my friend, I think, actually, I was just talking to one of my friends, he's like, oh, I just signed up to do Instacart. <laughs> so we were just, we were talking about that, and he's like, oh, he's like, actually, I'm going to be doing Instacart. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, maybe one day we will be done for my groceries. Yeah, yeah. So, I no, mean, I services that's... like that are great for people like us, and it does generate a lot of extra jobs, like DoorDash and Uber Eats. And, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Instacart and all, and Postmates, all these services that cater to people like us. You know, it it does promote more jobs in the economy. So I think it's great win win all around. Yeah. Exactly. Even though somebody might look and go, "Oh, you're being lazy." Yeah, like, oh, why don't you just go? Like, you're just being lazy. Like my mom, even my mom, who's like, you know, almost blind. Like she, like I, I have Alexa and all that. You know, an Echo and my house, and she thinks like. Sometimes she even thinks that she'll say that. Oh, you're people are so lazy, uh, lazy now. I'm like, I'm like, mom, you're you're you know you're disabled. This is like stuff that's out there that to make your life easier. You know, yes, there are people that use the technology because they're lazy, but I go, I'm using it and for, for you know to make my life easier. <laughs> you know, like if I can literally just say, hey, uh, Alexa, order this for me. Like it, just, it makes it's just I don't have to stare now. I don't have to stare at a screen. I don't have to stare at my phone. I don't have to do that. Like it's it's. Any a little bit less interaction with that stuff is good. 
you know, yeah. like, or not, like I said, or being able to get groceries. And, you know, now, you know, now my wife who has to, has had to do more, you know, driving since I don't drive now, she doesn't have to drive as much. So it, these are, you know, once again, that's the logic, you know, that's, that's, you know, that could, that validates any of that stuff for me anyway. I get it. People bash yeah. like, you know, Amazon and, and I, I'm sure it's a, you know, there's dirty things about it, but, um, uh, unfortunately in in my situation yeah yeah and in your situation like these are these are godsends for us <laughs> mm-hmm. yes they are yeah, when you, we when, we are not the know. lazy people we're we're not no people. no we have good we have we have clean consciences <laughs> yep we're not intentionally being lazy people we 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 you know we, we would go to the store if you know need be you know or, you know because i would say like i was not an amazon primer until like literally 2016 you know so i mean that was when i went on disability so before that i mean i probably would have ordered on amazon but i was definitely not ordering as much as often yeah you know it's like it's just you know don't be jealous that i got toilet paper you know like just (laughs) i think i just like we we were good i think we just got like just before that hit like we just got like I think our subscribe and save order I think, but then after that it went out of stock. I remember because the next shipment we didn't get, but we were pretty good for a while. And then we still had and we had and we still had like wipes and all that stuff too because I have a I have a subscribe and save for that for my son. So I was like, we have like you know, I'm like, we're actually doing all right. <laughs> like everyone's yeah, buying we up all the toilet paper and wipes. And I'm like, we're doing okay. Yeah, we were not in the same boat before all that hit, and we we only had two rolls left when people Ooh, just boy. started running to the stores. And I was working at home, and the like I mentioned earlier, Instacart was you know three to five days out, and by the time you know we could do that, and my boyfriend was working, and you know he was actually going into the hospital to work, and we we couldn't get toilet paper, so. We had to, you know, skimp on these two rolls for like Ugh. a week and a half. And then like, you're just like barely up. just like tearing off just a little yeah. tiny sheet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Amazon was completely sold out at that time. Oh, yeah. My parents yep. called mm-hmm. us one day and they were loading um, toilet paper onto the shelves at Menards and his parents were at Menards and they were, you know, unstocking it. And they, were, they called us and they were like, do you guys have toilet paper? And we're like, no, we don't. Do you have any? Get us in. Get us in. ended up getting us a bunch. So we, we finally uh, we were good, but we had to make two rolls last for a while. I'm still confused by that. I mean, are you still confused by that? I'm still like so lost confused. So confused. <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, does, I'm like, I'm I'm sitting there going, is like, like, does COVID cause you to poop yourself? Like, and, and this is their logic or is it, is it cause they're, they're home more. They're thinking they're using more. I don't, I don't, I mean, but even then, like you don't go through that much toilet paper, even if you're home every day for the next two, three months, you're still not, I mean, you should not be using that drastically more toilet paper because you're still pooping the same amount of times. Like, I don't, I don't get this. I don't either. I, I don't uh, even want to was... try to understand. I think it was just kind of mob mentality and people just trying to have control over something. Yeah. It's like, okay, bye. And what, what, what would even crazier is the fact that I really wished like, you know, um, chopping, you know, grocery stores and stuff like that should have like gone real quick and said, okay, two limit, you know, like set limits. Yeah, and they did. They should have done that instantly, and they didn't. And even after it went crazy and still going crazy, they still didn't set limits. And then it took like, because I remember um, 
we ordered like eggs, you know, from Instacart and stuff. And they'd be like, oh, I, I was going to order like, I tried to bit order more so that I don't have to shop as much. And I'm like, I think we put like, we wanted three cartons of eggs. And they're like, oh, it's only two limit. I'm like, oh, finally, they're doing, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> finally we're getting limits and stuff on time, which I don't mind. I'm just like, wish this was some, this should have been done like fast. And then yeah. this way people couldn't do it, you know, like, sorry, ma'am, you know, it's only two, you know. You know, we can only have two things of, you know, giant things of toilet paper. And then see people, like, getting violent over it. It was even worse. Oh, I saw those like, videos. Those were, I, I don't even Like, one woman wanting just one, I just want one package. Like, can I take one of your packages? That's all I want. Like, like and the woman's cart, I remember, was, like, filled from top to bottom with just the toilet paper. And I'm like, this woman's, all she's asking is, can I have one package? and you're and you can't like you literally are like nope sorry like i can't do it people people i I don't (laughs) even know what people were thinking i put on my facebook i think i think i still had to i offered people i was like i was like hey if you're around you need something like let me know you're like i mean i mean we don't have a lot but you know you know if you're you know you're serious and dire like or if you need paper towels i think we just got a big box of paper towels i think that was the next thing that was starting to go and um we just got we just got our subscribe tape for that. So I was like I was like I have like a big box of toilet paper. I mean of uh, paper towels too. So because you know whatever you know I don't want to be like that guy, you know. Yeah. It's one thing, and it would be one thing if the people that were like hoarding like were like hoarding the toilet paper were like actually giving it back at some point, like helping people if they need it, if they did need it. But most of those people are like, nope, sorry, mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own. Looks like you're gonna be running your butt across the grass, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like really? <laughs> like, hey, man, is this what we gotta do? You know, like, yeah. uh, that's just, I just, I, I, I'm, they probably still have toilet paper because they're oh, now a shortage. They, they don't have enough toilet paper until like at least the next few years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even know where they're hiding it in their houses. Yeah, really, right? Like, I, I mean, what do you, what do you got? A basement full of just you go to the basement. It's just that's what it is. It's just all toilet paper. They're uh, probably building forts with it. Yeah, right. And or, or, or wait, they're gonna start selling it back or something. Probably like, oh, we we we, sorry, I guess we did buy too much. Yeah. Who you think? Walmart, I think, is not taking it back. I oh, that's right, Walmart wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's right. Not taking it. That's right. There's that. I did read that. Yeah, somewhere they had that. That's it. Some companies are not those who were all crazy and hoarding. Now they're gonna. They're stuck with their toilet paper. Yeah, stuck with your several hundred dollars worth of toilet paper. Yeah, have fun. enjoy. <laughs> so, here's the. We get to the fun question: Who wins in a fight? You or the wet floor sign? Always the wet floor sign. Always. <laughs> always. 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 And I get. So red in the face, so red in the face when it oh, yeah, whenever it happens, it's... and it happens at least once a month, at least once a month. Always it wins. I never. And you win. know it's there. You probably oh, yeah. know you're one. You want going in and like somewhere it's there, especially if you go into a Dunkin' Donuts. They're always in Dunkin' Donuts. Always, always. I heard you say that on a previous podcast, and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's like, that's it's so like the right. floor They're is always wet. Yeah, it's like the floor is always wet. I don't know what's going on in Dunkin', but I think they need to get on, you know, and change things there. Yeah, something like, must be doing? leaking really bad. <laughs> yeah, because every time, like, it's like I don't care what time you go to Dunkin', 
the wet floor signs right there. So I don't know if they're just continuously, like maybe someone's really obsessed, like they're really obsessed with having a clean floor and like, so they, they mop it like every 15 minutes or something. But um, I, I, I was like, I just, it never ceases to amaze me. I still say, and I've said it before, there should be other, because other people can, other people have peripheral vision. So they should just put the wet floor sign like other, like to the side when you're coming in. You know, so it's like a, a warning, yeah. like just saying, hey, wet floor when you walk in, when you're coming in. That's all you need to do. Like, you don't even have to have it actually in the store. You can have it literally to the side of the door when you go in. And it just says caution wet floor. Ahead or something. Yeah, out, of the, like, out of the walking path, but in the yeah. vision path. Yep. This is, uh, you know, this isn't rocket surgery, Duncan, and all the other businesses out there. You know, make it, make it easier for us. And yeah. I'm sure you've heard before, if you listen to my other ones, remember I said, it's not knocking it over. It's trying to find it to pick it back up. I that's the, always that's the embarrassing am part able sometimes. to it's find like it. Okay, yeah, because that's, that's, that's where I tend to struggle sometimes. You're like, you're, you look weirder because you're sitting there going like, oh, <laughs> and yeah, then you're trying to stand it back I, up and you can't stand it back up. I still have enough vision where I can see the bright yellow big object on the floor. I still have enough vision okay, to see yep. that. If right. it was smaller and maybe not bright yellow, I probably wouldn't be able you to might see be like, it. Oh, yeah. But I think the worst part about it, at least for me, and probably not other people, but for me, the worst part about it is the noise that it makes. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yep. everybody yep. turns their head to look when they hear that. Oh, yeah. You're, you're on the, on you're the on floor. The, you're on the, what, what happened there? Oh, yeah, look what she did. Yeah, I heard of somebody said that they actually some like some, one time they got their foot stuck on the top and slid. <gasps> and I didn't think about that. I was like, "Oh man, I was like that, that's even worse." Oh my goodness! You, take, uh, you imagine that? You, yeah, because it's it's plastic. So I mean, if you yeah, if if you don't see it and you knock it over and you happen to like say you step one more time and you don't realize you step right on top of it and you're like, Whoa, and you go for you know you go for a ride. And like I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about this. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I can't somebody. even imagine. I'd be mortified. Yeah, like not only so, not only you can see it's bad enough to kick it over, and you're like, "Hi, hi, yeah, blind person here." Yeah, I did this. Yep, yep. It's worse to be like, oh, "Bam!" and you know, and you go and you take the fall, and they're like, "Oh, look at that person! That person just fell over." Yeah, you go flying on the ground, with it. and you're <laughs> like, "What happened? Didn't you see that? If I did, I wouldn't <laughs> no, be here." No, I ground. didn't. <laughs> But thank you for your concern. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I, I still say it. I was, it, I love it because I didn't know it was a thing. Like the wet floor sign thing, I didn't know it was a thing. Like with the, you know, with um the RP community, I didn't realize that. I literally was just like, I can't stand these things, and that was it. Until I joined those Facebook groups and I saw everybody else posting about it, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, you're my people. Like yes, like. <laughs> I hate that stupid thing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I, I mean, like last would, year or oh sorry. You're saying you would think that somebody would, you know, come up with a new way to do what floor signs because I'm sure there are people out there that have vision that are normally sighted that probably run into it too, like not paying attention or looking at their phone or something. So you would think oh, yeah. that some innovator out there would come up with like a holographic version of it. <laughs> to where you could walk like through it. it. Like, we need to get Elon yes. Musk on this or something. Yeah, there has to be something like this. Like, just the technology exists. We're, we're sending up cars in space. I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, I mean, 
we, we, we got all this crazy technology going on. Yeah, I mean, why can't we just have something that you place on the ground and it pops in the air and it says, you know, what floors? I don't know. Like, actually, you know what? They should have something that it's a light above and it shines down a hologram. Yeah, you know, and just, you know, what floor on the ground, you know? Oh, that would be or, oh, or you know those things that project images like uh, something that would project the words wet floor onto the floor. That would be perfect. Like just coming down from the just, ceiling, projecting yeah, onto it just, the floor. And it just, yeah, it just, it says just big giant blocky letters or something like wet floor. And then there you go. Like everyone sees it. That would it. be perfect. We can walk through it. No big deal. I think we got to start making them. Maybe, you know, with all these protests going on, we might have to add our own protests. Yeah. We might have to protest the removal of wet all wet sign. floor signs. So I, I like this. We're gonna we're gonna rally. Yeah, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be it's gonna be signs like we'll have the sign like we'll have like the wet floor with the, like the the no you know the no symbol on it and stuff like you know, yep. Let's get going. We can we can change. We'll we'll, we'll go right outside of Duncan. Not let people in. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, stand right across. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we'll let's start there because that's where that is where the main problem is. Yeah. That would that would just walk in and we'd just be like, how much, how many wet floor signs you got? We just buy them. And we just tell them, we don't, <laughs> just to remove them from, we just want signs. your wet floor signs. We don't want you to have any. We just, we, this is our goal to just take them out of the stores and, and remove them. I'm, I, I put you that's some good tech. I'm going to have to, we got to get on that. We need a wet floor sign, just the thing that says it on the floor. Okay, that's got to be, you know, whoever hears this that knows of this technology, because it does exist. We need to make this something that you can yes. just attach to the ceiling and it projects the words wet floor right there. Like, it's like a mini projector. We don't need a big old projector. We just need a little, maybe a little circular projector and then it just shines wet floor. Done. Done. Get on it. Exactly. And if it doesn't exist, I'm patenting it right now. That's my idea. I've. <laughs> this is a verbal patent. It's mine. <laughs> I'm registering bending. it. My trademark pending. I the, the the virtual wet floor sign or whatever I don't know what I'm gonna call it yet but I'll, I'll be on it. Look for an infomercial. We'll, 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 <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna sell millions of them. Coming to a store near you. Yes. You can you can hoard that if you want. All right. So is another another one I like because I love hearing the answers on this one. If you could get your vision back, what would be something you would do? It would be like one of the first things you would do. The first thing I would do is I would go to my nearest Jeep dealer and I would buy a four-door hardtop Jeep Wrangler. Um, even if I don't want to drive it because I don't really like driving anyway, <laughs> I just want to have the That's Wrangler. what you want. Okay. And it would be best if it were purple. Ah, that's my wife's favorite color. That's a good one. That's a good one. I was going to ask you what color because that's, that's important. Yeah. Oh yeah, purple. And if they don't have purple on the lot, I'll take blue. I like that answer. It's like me. I always tell my friends. I said, okay, if the, if the day comes, let's say in another, I don't know, you know, like let's say five or you know ten years from now, and I can drive again, I will find a used because by then it'll be like you know very used um, Dodge Challenger, other with like you know other an SR, other Hellcat. Or like a Dodge Demon or something, but I will find like a ten-year-old Dodge Demon or something like that, or, or a Hellcat, and I will totally like that's gonna be my thing. Like I'm obnoxious, some obnoxious color, you know, because that's what I need. 
that's 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 it. That's if even if that exists well, ten years from now, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Electric cars are taking over, so who knows? I I get the impulse though, so that's good. I said in my yeah, last podcast, yeah. I said, uh, "Run! I want to go for a run at night." Because oh, I don't like running. Into. I don't. Well, like I was thinking, I'm just saying the thing, though, like something I yeah, I like was saying go for it. Think about like I mean, night the nighttime has always been our enemy. I mean, that's one of the first enemies we have to deal with. You know, because in the beginning, like I mean, at least for me, I was fortunate enough to have like I was good during the day, so I you know I didn't start experiencing you know being more that way until my 30s so it was more like i'm good during the day but i am blind man at night <laughs> yeah. yeah so i've never even as a teenager never got to participate in parties you know i'd be the kid that had to hang out around the fire because i couldn't go run out and doing things because i'd run into something um so yeah like i always think of this question and i always when i hear somebody answer i always try to think of things I kind of slip. I've been slipping because I every I said every episode, whatever somebody said, I was gonna also think of something else also that I can think of that maybe I would could see, you know, doing if I had got my vision back. Because it's always small things because we kind of a lot of people take for granted those little you know those little moments like going for a walk at night, you know, yeah, or you know getting your car at night, even just driving at night, like but being happy about it, <laughs> you know. Being like, yeah, dude, what do you, what do you want to meet? When you want to go to the, you want to go to the bar tonight, nine o'clock? Yeah, let's go. You know, for me, it's more like, can you pick me up? Yeah, you because know, I don't, I really don't want to drive. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. you know, it's like, or I gotta leave because it's getting dark out, and I really don't want to drive back home in the dark. So it would be nice, like those all those little things. I think you know that we overlook. You know, but no, I like yeah. that. Gotta go, go big, get that Jeep. Yep, that'll be the first thing that I do. <laughs> like, boom, you're at the dealer. Like, can I help you? Yes, you can. I need. I <laughs> want to make some money. I already know what I want. Don't even, don't even, don't even try to sell me on anything else. Like, nope. I already, I already know what I want. I know what color I want. Like, I just, you know, just, just write it down. Just do what you gotta do. I don't even care if you have to order it. Like, if it's not here, this, this is what I want. You better get me. Yeah. Yep. I feel like that's how I'm going to be, too. Like, I'm just going to walk in, and we're going to have my thing, like, what I want, and then it's going to be like, this is what I want you to find me. I want you to find, and this is it. Like, don't don't try to sell me on something else. I'm sorry, I just got my site back, and I'm driving, and uh, this is, the, this, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not taking any substitutes. This is, this, this is the car. <laughs> yes, this is what I want. This is what I've been dreaming about. This is what I need. If you yeah. can't do it, you need to find someone I will, who yeah. can. Yes. Make it happen, and it better be purple. Yeah, <laughs> purple baby. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Even if you're just like, I was like, "Oh, did you drive it yet?" You're like, "No, I'm just here. I just parked in the driveway because it looks cool. <laughs> like, it doesn't look dirty. I haven't driven it yet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's my lawn ornament. Looks how cool is it though, right?" Yeah, it's cool, right? <laughs> hey, let's call. Hey, let's call. Go for a ride. Um, I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. Let's just look at it. Yeah, let's. How? Let's, let's like it. look at it for it. It's still clean. It looks really nice. Like let's like. How about we just appreciate it from here? Like we could let's. You know what? We can all get inside it. And I could start it. 
with the windows down, and then we can like per- like listen to music and pretend like we're driving. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, why, boy? Don't waste again. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Especially with the Wrangler, gas is so expensive. The gas guzzler. Yeah, we don't want. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I'm trying to save gas here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll even go as far as to back it down the driveway and then bring it back up. Not exit the driveway, though. Just down Not exit the, the driveway. No, no, no. Just, just, yeah, just, just, it's staying on the driveway, but we'll go, we'll go back and then they'll go for it. And then that gives you the, that'll give you an idea of what it's going to feel like. Exactly. Five, five years from now, you still have like, it's got like no miles on it. <laughs> I was like, how the heck did you manage that? I don't drive it. <laughs> it's just there. I could look at it. You have like the nicest Jeep. I know. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. what's your, yeah, what's your secret? It just stays there and I just start it every once in a while and you know, I I stare at it. And then I, and I and I and I wash it. And that's about it. Exactly. At least, at least you know one thing, because so, Jeeps hold their resale value, so you'll, you, that'll be, you're, you're, you can, when, you, when the time comes, when you finally decide to sell that Jeep, you're going to get some good money. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I want a Jeep, is because they hold their resale value so well. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I learned that um, way back in, um, what was it, 2000, oh, 2010. Yeah, my wife and I were uh, moving, and... I remember just before we moved, I was like, I wanted to get her like a Jeep, like a Cherokee or something. And I looked used, like I looked for like, I bought like, I found like an early 90s one and they still wanted like two or $3,000 for it. I was like, what? And then I like, and then you got like, as you got up to like, you know, the later 90 ones and like the early 2000 ones, I was like, it was like, it was getting like crazy. I was like, what? Why? Why, why is this so high? I'm like, these things are like, like ten, it's over ten years. It's like ten years old. Like, yeah. Why is it so costing this? Like, I couldn't get like I you couldn't get in like an early two thousand for any less than like like I don't know. It was, it was like between five and ten grand or something like that. I forgot how much it was. It was it was nuts. I was like, okay. Yeah. Apparently, Jeeps hold their value very well. Oh yeah, they do. You could almost pay almost full price for like a two or three year old Jeep. You could almost pay full price for it for a used one. Oh, that's what almost like um I remember I went to the dealership and I was, was oh I was looking at Scion. I wasn't I wasn't playing on one but the guy was pointing out the other scions and at that time he was telling me that like the resale value on the scions was so good that you would be better off buying brand new than to buy used. He's like you might as well he's like really? they don't he's like they, he's like the resells like he's like you could you could get a two year old one, but like you're gonna pay almost the same price as you know a brand new one. Wow. Yeah. So he was like, you, it was like you, he was like you were just you'd be, if you were interested in this, he's like you'd be better off just buying a brand new one. I'm like, wow, okay. So that's probably like similar with Jeep, you know, like if you're almost unless you get one that's like probably five years old or two, but like, but if if you're if you're looking at getting a two year old one, you're probably almost better off just kind of getting a brand new one. Because the price probably doesn't yeah. drop too, too much. Like, or not enough where it doesn't, you know, where it makes any kind of sense. Yeah. See, if I, if I do get my vision back and I do go get, and I do go get that Jeep, it's not going to be used. It's got to be brand new. Nobody else 
can have ever driven it ever. So you want you want the whole experience then? That's the whole experience. Oh yeah, the, you know, because I've never had a brand yeah. new car either. So, and I feel the only I, although I'm hu- I'm a huge used car person, but like I get the idea like of of wanting a new car just to be that like first person and and you know like you're the first person to drive it you're the first person to put any miles on it you're the first you know it's the whole new car smell and you know it's i get that exactly exactly so final question in your dreams are you visually impaired or are you still fully sighted that is such a hard question i honestly don't i can't tell I, I can't tell if I am visually impaired or fully sighted. I hardly remember a lot of my dreams. I think I think I dream myself, you know, the peripheral when I dream is, is normal, but I know that's just, you know, our, our minds creating visions that, you know, wouldn't normally be there because our minds play tricks on us all the time and put create visions for the holes that we see. So I think I dream with, peripheral vision in the dreams that I do remember. Yeah, for me, I think it's a feeling. So, I mean, that's what normally what I, that's what I've experienced. Not so much like you see, like, I don't, I see the way I see now. It's more like you're doing something in the dream and you're like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Or uh, the guy I was just talking to today, I just pointed out to him and he, he didn't realize it. He goes, you know, he's, he's like, it's funny you actually say this because I stopped driving. Um, he's like, I stopped driving five years ago. And you know what? I haven't had a dream where I've been driving since then. I was like, see, I was like, your, your dreams are changing. Even though you're not, you're still fully set in your dreams. He's like, but I go, but you see your dreams are changing. Yeah. You know, because you don't, you're not, you're no longer doing those experience, certain experience that you did before now. So you're, you know, like, why would you dream about driving a car now? Cause you just, it's not part of your thing anyway. I don't think I've even ever dreamt about driving a car. Consciously, it's, you, it's like, like you said, you never actually enjoyed it. Yeah. So maybe that's yeah, why. Like maybe that's so. never. Probably. It's not something you really want to see in your dreams because it's not. It's not something you really ever enjoyed or missed. You're you know? probably right. So those, those are cool things to think about. I think uh, as you go along, it's cool. Like now, now that you're aware of that question, now it's something to think about. Like when you dream, yeah, you know, to like think of like look back at your dream and be like, was I did I see it the same way I normally see? You know, was I, did I have peripheral vision in my dream? You know, like did, or, you know, did, you know, did anything change? You know, like I said, I've had dreams where I'm literally driving a car and I just knew I wasn't supposed to. Like I'm yeah, not, like, I, I, like, it, like I, it, I didn't see bad. Like I didn't have the vision. Like it wasn't that, it was just more of a notion, like a, just a feeling. Yeah. And I've also had dreams where like I was driving and I was fine. Like I didn't, that never came up in my mind. So I don't know if it's just something I think about or whatever. And that's why, you know, why it comes up. But, but it's cool to think about though. And I, I like that one. I love hearing the answers on that one too. Yeah, I never really, I never really thought about it, you know. That's what I like about it. Because people always, that's the reaction I always get with it. It's like, wow, it's a good question. I never literally, I never thought to, you know, because usually that's my escape. You know, dreams are kind of our escape because that's where we're normal again. That's where we're good. Like in that world, we're you know, we can do whatever we want to do and and all that stuff, and without having to adapt or anything like that. Yeah. 
But when that world now starts changing, it worries me. Like now that we're now my my reality is coming into my you know dream world, and that's not cool. So it's like, how do I can I stop that, or is that something that sooner or later that's going to be happening more and more as I lose more vision, that my brain is going to forget what it was like to be sighted, so that my dreams will become more that. Yeah. So that's something I always wanted to know. Yeah. Like, cause it's like how they say about people who are blind, people who are blind don't dream. Like in regular dreams, they have audio dreams or usually because they've never, they their, their brain has no, there's no, there's nothing. They don't know what it was like to ever see anything. So if you start getting, you know, same thing happens, we start getting, we lose that more and more. And the longer we are like that, do we start losing that side of us, the other side of us? Yeah. So I hope not, but like I mean, I guess it doesn't happen all the time. But I do definitely have dreams that I'm visually impaired in. I haven't had a dream where I had a cane though. So I don't know. Hmm. That's why I asked you. I I asked somebody who had a dog. I said, "Did you ever have a dream where your dog was in your dream?" And they said, "No." So I'm like, "Okay," because well, I would think sooner or later you'd have that. That would happen if you had a guide dog. Um, definitely some fun things some some things to think about <laughs> hmm. i've never I n- i've but, never thought about it no so it's fun though now now, you know, yeah. now it's out there for you <laughs> yeah now that, i say the, the best two ones are like that one and i feel like like the one where it's like you know uh what if you get your vision back question because i get so many different answers like I, you know one someone said looked at me like or not someone looked at me but it said uh I wouldn't, he's like, is this arrogant? But I wouldn't change anything. I go, no. I go, it's not arrogant because you you, you've been around the world. You've seen sunsets in different countries. And you're like, he was, I think he was 23 or 20, maybe even 25. I know he's 25. And I was like, dude, you've done more than me. Like, and then some. And your stories are amazing. So no, I, I could see being like, hey, you're content and happy. And like, you, you really wouldn't change anything. So. The the answers are always vastly different sometimes, and they always and they always surprise me. Yeah. But I want to thank you so much for taking the time out again. You know, for this uh, for my podcast, and just it was awesome. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. It was it was really nice to to talk to you, especially since I've never talked to anybody else with RP before. <laughs> it's always awesome. <laughs> because uh, we don't we don't get it's, it's true i mean i have like i'm fortunate to have to, i have one friend it's like less than a mile from me so that's kind of cool but other than that i've yeah most of my life especially at your age i didn't have anybody to talk to about yeah. that so it's cool but no uh, i wish you luck with everything and especially with the, everything that's going on right now and uh and i hope you uh maybe take some of my advice and you know start try to venture out a little bit on your own and uh you know yeah I know the world's scary, especially in our world, but yeah, especially what we're dealing with. But sometimes, you know, know, baby steps are good. Absolutely. So you enjoy the rest of your day. You too. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week for another episode of Living Free with RP.